High School Football on Round Guy Radio is brought to you by Mike's Auto Sales of Muscatine, Iowa. Iowa Tire of Fairfield, Iowa. Kyoto Transmission and Repair. Jen Fagan, your neighbor's insurance agent of Kyoto, Iowa. Clint Cliffs Manufacturing of Burlington, Iowa. Wester Drug of Wilton and Muscatine. Home Plate Sports Cards of Oskaloosa. Hinshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa. B&B Propane. R&B Breaks Facebook page for the best sports cards in the business. Go to R&B Breaks Facebook page and tell them Round Guy Radio sent you. Richardson's Tech Solutions of Richland, Iowa. Farmers Co-op at Vision Ag of Kyoto and surrounding areas. The Packwood Locker of Packwood, Iowa. Soon to be Griner Meats and Groceries of Richland, Iowa. Well, it's time for Beat the Round Guy. We've got Scotty Melvin with us, so it's going to be a quick one. Uh, we don't have a lot of time, either one of us, but we're going to uh, at least put something out. Uh, welcome to the program, Scotty. Hey, how's it going? Well, there's a, um, you know, to be blunt, there's not a lot of great matchups uh, this week, but there are a few. Uh, and, but there's one here I want to touch on as uh, Wilton is going to play Durant. Uh, Wilton 4 0. Playing zero and four Durant, but what I just want to mention about this is uh, our man uh, Ben Garvin is going to or Ben Garvin is going to call call this game. You're going to be able to hear it on Round Guy Radio, so that's kind of exciting news, isn't it? Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, it uh, it won't be uh, much for a, a matchup, I don't think. Um, we got a Titan against a rebuild team, but yeah, that'll be that'll be something to look forward to out of that 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 game and there's there's a lot to cheer for if you're a beavers fan yeah there's a lot going on there they got a lot of great players uh well here's one uh we can touch on just a little bit uh burlington travels to north scott i think north scott's pretty highly rated aren't they yeah they were uh ranked number one in 4a a week ago lost a close one to western dubuque who was a powerhouse so uh, they'll be angry probably and and that's gonna make things tough on burlington as if they weren't already Burlington's a good team. I don't think the scoreboard will probably reflect uh, that so much, but uh, that, that's high school football. Well, the uh, 83% of picking North Scott on the pool. Well, uh, Muscatine is heading to Linmar. Uh, the good news is they're Muscatine. They got bad, bad Ty Kozad back, and they got a 66.7% uh, uh, win on the pool here. Well, there's not a lot of teams in the eastern part of the state, 5A wide, that I think I would give the edge to over Muscatine at the moment with a, a full strength Tycos ad. Uh, there's a handful, but uh, quite honestly, Linmar, I don't know anything about them. I know they've, they've, they've typically got great athletes there and they've got uh, some success in football, certainly. But, uh, you know, this is one I think Muscatine can, can come out of there with the W. Well, they, 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 they won a big game against Hempstead last week. Uh... Uh, really shocked the people up there. Well, here's a, a, a two-way game, Meepo, uh, over at Central Lee. Uh, Central Lee has the better record, uh, uh, but Meepo's coming. Uh, Meepo's two and two. Central Lee's uh, three and one. But eighty-two point four percent of our audience thinks that Meepo's going to win this. Yeah, these are the games that for Central Lee they were going to need to uh, win. Or, or really compete against anyway, Mediapolis and, and Mid Prairie in their district for me to take them really seriously. Um, and they've already went and, and of course lost a game to Davis County, who I had pretty low on my board there in the preseason due to numbers and things. Uh, so 
Central Lee and Mediapolis, I don't think is a favorable matchup. Favorable matchup for the Hawks. I, I've got Mediapolis in this one. Okay. Danville at Wapolo. This might uh, uh, deserve a little talking about. I, I think this is a, a winnable game for both teams. But Danville has the edge on the round guy radio viewer, 70% to 30%. Uh, um, Danville's got a lot going for it. But uh, Wapolo uh, uh, might be eager to, to put a win on the board here. Uh, they are at home. Being at home helps. Um, I think if this game was in Danville, it might be the game I go to. I think it's going to be a competitive game. Um, has the makings of a good one anyway. And could have some offensive uh, fireworks in it, which is always fun. I don't know. I, I, I'm tempted to give Wapolo the, the home field advantage here, but I feel like Danville's got a little stronger team right now, um, even as my expansion team. So if I were going to make a pick here, I think I'd give a slight advantage to Danville at this point of the season. We'll see how it plays out Friday. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you're looking for a game to go to, that might be a good one, would you think? Because there's a kind of a lot of, you know, real big spreads in the competition this week. Uh, Here's a little one, a little outside your uh, uh, super knowledge area, but you might have a little little vague knowledge on it. It's Clear Creek Amana is hosting the Oskaloosa Indians. Uh, uh, two out of three of our voters are, are picking Clear Creek Amana here. Yeah, I, I would tend to go along with the voters on that. Um, and, and that's really on my part, not having much knowledge, like you said, about either squad, really. Um, but I just feel like Clear Creek Amana's I don't know. They're in that metro area, uh, the Iowa City, Cedar Rapids area. I don't know. I, I just feel like they probably got a little bit more uh, athletes to pull from there, and, and so I'd give them the edge on that. Well, I'm going to be pulling for Oskaloosa myself. Uh, I'm, I'm always yeah. I'm always looking to get a chance to take the Clear Creek of Manus down a little peg or two, but we'll see how that turns out. It's fine with me. It's uh, <laughs> my, my, pick, my picks don't reflect my fandom, I can That's assure you. The, I, I agree with you on that one. Uh, well, uh, the SK Cobras are uh, taking uh, traveling up to Pleasantville, uh, and uh, believe it or not, it's a 100% SK Cobras in this, although I talked to Coach Jensen, and he says Pleasantville's pretty great. They've lost a couple games to, you know, some, some teams like uh, Appella Christian, you know, but uh, they, they've taken, they take care of business when they're playing a regular team, so uh, they got a lot of skill up there. Um, I'm not so sure they got enough to take on the SK Cobras. What do you think? Well, Coach Jensen has to view it that way, and his team needs to view it that way. They need to view it like uh, every week, you know, that they're taking on the, the best in the state. That's how you keep keep sharp uh, and try to build towards a big postseason. But as a fan, we don't have to do that. Um, I'm going to call it like I see it, and I don't think Pleasantville is quite to the level of a Sigourney Kyoto, obviously not a, a Pella Christian. And that's where I feel Sigourney Kyoto is, is on that level. Um, so I don't give them much of a chance to, to win this game. It helps them being on, on the home field uh, turf, though, that's for sure. All right. Well, uh, here's a game uh, that, you know, my daughter is going to give birth at any moment. We don't know. Uh, we've been just kind of on the edge of our seat for quite a while, but it does seem like it's moving forward. So if there's no conflict with my uh, a grandson being born there. Uh, I'm going to try to hit this Waco Easton Valley game as Easton Valley heads to Waco. Um, you were telling me Easton Valley is not a, uh, a, is a team that you need to you buckle up for. I believe so. And I, I don't think they're quite to the level they were a few years ago where they made a couple of appearances at the dome. Uh, I think they were even in a state championship game and got a runner up or something there. 
just a few years back. Um, and I think they got a decent program going there. So, yeah, this is a homecoming game, too. It's kind of could possibly be a little bit of a trap for Waco on that end of things if the, if the boys are distracted, which I doubt they are. <laughs> but, uh, you know, a lot, a lot going on in homecoming week. And this is a, not uh, the type of opponent you necessarily want to face on a homecoming game. But I've, I'm still giving the edge to Waco. I really think they're that good. I think the fact that they uh, are still kind of getting snubbed in the uh, top ten polls based off of that one loss to, to Winfield Mount Union is just a, you know, uh, a travesty. And, well, they uh, look they, like they're number 11, I think. Uh, but there's no, a lot of different not, polls. Well, there's – I've never seen so many polls as there is all of a sudden, uh, including the Power Five is kind of a new addition that seems to be pretty popular. Well, well uh, if you're going to Waco game, there's a bonus. There's a bonus game. Uh, uh, they're having a, a junior high game. Starts at 5 o'clock. Uh and it's homecoming, so there's a lot going on there, you know. It'd be a great, great chance for me to get over there and see that. Although, uh, uh, if this game, this next game I'm going to talk about was in Washington, I, I'd probably go to that uh, because Washington Keokuk has a, a lot of intrigue for me, and this is uh, a chance for Washington to, to, to muddy things up and get right back in the mix here, and a chance for Keokuk to take a step forward, although the, the – oh, uh, the Waco, it's 93.8% Waco on those picks. Uh, but this one here, the Washington's ahead 75 to 25 in this game. So kind of a three to one uh, mix on uh, uh, the, the Wapolo Washington Demons. But uh, we saw uh, Keokuk really uh, play pretty dang well last week. Yeah, I'm 50-50 I'm on that game just because it's 3A in Southeast Iowa. And uh, the old gang, they like to they like to – kick each other when they're up around here. <laughs> so Kia Cuck's up, Washington's down. It wouldn't shock me a bit to see the demons go down there and rain on their parade. But, uh, you know, anything can happen. And uh, I think a lot of folks, despite what your poll's showing there, that probably give the Chiefs the edge based on the fact that they they hammered uh, Fairfield and, and Washington lost barely to Fairfield. So, But I can tell you that that is a fallacy to get caught in that trap. The, the, the home field advantage has worked. It worked for Fort Madison. It worked for Burlington, or it worked for Washington against Burlington. It worked for Keokuk, or it didn't work for Fairfield against Keokuk, but it worked for Fairfield against Washington. So maybe that'll have something to do with it. Well, um, those are the games that I got. Uh, I got another poll I'd like to draw attention to. If you want to vote in these polls, go to my Twitter or my X or whatever they call it nowadays, uh, and just go to my profile and kind of go up and down. But there's a poll here I got for X Factor players. Uh, and I'm not asking you to pick. I'm asking you to go through these four guys and, and make a case for each one of them as to why they're the X factor for their team, why they make a big difference in them. And the first one we're going to go with is downtown Robert Brown. Well, um, I don't know. He's, uh, I guess you could define X factor a lot of different ways. I think for Pekin, he, he fits that mold because he's a, uh, a guy that can score and hurt an offense. I'm sorry, hurt a defense in a lot of different ways. And we got, a, we got several of them kids around here uh, throughout some of these teams in our area. And he's certainly one of those at the top of the list. So that that's why he's an X factor for me. All right. Well, there is a killer Cole Kindred who seems to be an X factor for SK uh, uh, why would somebody want to vote for Killer Cole Kendrick? 
Uh, you've got more eyes on them, I think, than I do this year. Um, but I, I think I'd say the same for him as Robert Brown. I think he's a kid that can hurt you in several different ways. Does he return any punts and kicks? Uh, yeah, well, he's, he scores a lot of touchdowns. He scored four touchdowns last week. Uh, he's kind of the receiving option, and that's why I call him the, the X factor because it's uh, I'm looking for somebody that's not their primary target, you know, not and maybe not even their secondary target, you know. But they catch that pass, you know, you, when you need it on third down. Cole Kinder's done a great job of contributing, you know, even if it's only three or four or five passes a game, you know, uh, or, or scoring five touchdowns in a game. That's how big he is, man, uh, over there. And he's a big part of what they do. Well, the, the next one name I'm going to give you is Hunter Hughes. Uh, how could Hunter Hughes for Waco be a, a, an X factor that could really change a game around? Well, for me, Hunter's a, just a really superb athlete. And uh, he's put his basketball skills to use out there on the football field. His, his X factor value would be, you know, he's going to be more one dimensional um, offensively. He's he's going to catch passes if he's going to do something. But he gives him a dimension they hadn't had in the past because he hadn't gone out for football in the past. And the same goes for defense. He's another uh, uh, defensive back with good instincts, good hands, good size, good speed. Um, so he, he brings to Waco, uh, a dimension that they hadn't had one of their best athletes in the school is now playing football. Let's put it that way. That's, that's a pretty, pretty valuable X factor right there. All right. Well, the next name I'm going to mention has got some breaking news attached to it. Are you ready? I'm ready. Smooth as silk, cold milks. How about that? Smooth as silk, cold milks. Well, he's, he's uh, apparently a brother to my, my guy, Jake Edwards, there, who I've been calling The Silk for quite some time, Ooh. although I reserve that more for basketball. <laughs> We're seeing it on the football field, too, this year. But, yeah, um, Cole is smooth as silk. And, and you know what? He, he looks beefier this year than I remember a year ago. He really looks the part of a football player. And he's his X-factor value for me is – They've already got the known commodity guys. I think those of us from around here, of course, we know all about. Uh, but around the state, let's say when they're playing uh, that game at Montezuma or when they get in the playoffs and they're playing somebody from another part of the state that's not locked into what's going on down here. Everybody's heard of Abram Edwards. Everybody's heard of Buffington. Maybe nobody's outside of our area knows much about Cole or uh, some of the other fellows or Cooper or, you know what I mean, or Carter. And uh, those guys. Cole being the one that's really hit the scene hard this year, that he's been turned loose um, on offense and other positions besides quarterback. And then, of course, what he's doing on defense uh, puts him at the top of the list as far as that X factor goes. And his value is sky high right now. Right. And, uh, well, folks, I got to go. Scotty's got to go. So right. that's this week in round guy. Anything else you want to say? That's it for me, buddy. I'm going to go hit the weights and then uh, I got a real busy night ahead. All right. Talk to you later. Hey. Flintcliffs Manufacturing is a full-service metal fabrication shop located in beautiful Burlington, Iowa. Flintcliffs is now hiring for welders, painters, and machine operators for both first and second shifts. Call 319-752-2781.